Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another thrilling episode of Wasteland High. I am Dom. That's Nathaniel. We are your main characters here bringing you Degrassi commentary. Uh, we have two episodes coming up uh, shortly, but before we get into all that, my brother in Christ, Greenpeace, Nathaniel Giraffalo. What up? How are you doing, sir? Doing all right. Um, we were just talking off air about how I kind of got a little in over my head with, I, I got three different uh, just camping trips that I, mm. for some reason, planned for like... In quick succession. Like, yeah, it's like camping. I'm back for like barely a week camping, barely a week back. And then camping again. And yeah, I just told you pretty because I've been like on the fence about it. Like the first trip, I was like, hmm, maybe there's too many trips. And then the you, second, never, you never alluded that to me. It was just like, hey, I'm going camping. Three I different times. Well, yeah, at first I was excited. Then I did the first trip and then I was like starting to get a little weary. But now that I just got back like two days ago from the second trip and I'm like, the third trip was a mistake. Shouldn't have booked this third trip. So... I'm thinking I'm going to try and get out, not get out of the whole thing, but like maybe mm. leave a day early or something. That's my new thing that uh, I think I discovered about vacations is leaving the midday before. Cause you know how most people, when they book a trip anywhere, mm -hmm. it's like, there's the final day where like you leave in the morning pretty much. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's like you check out of wherever you're staying, but I feel like, like, so the first camping trip we went on, it was kind of rainy and stuff. And we were like, well, I sort of proposed it. I was like, what if we just, it was like our final day, like final full day. And I was like, it's midday. Like we kind of did a little hike. There's not much more we were going to do. All we were going to do is just like hang out, go back to the campsite and just like yeah. have a fire and then go to sleep. I'm like, what if we just left now? Mm. And and my girlfriend was like, huh? yeah, I mean, I guess we could. And then it's like you get home, you know, kind of early evening. And then you have that evening and then you have the whole full next day. Yeah. Definitely. I hate I hate getting home at like, I don't know, noon. And it's like, you don't I don't know. It's just I feel like so that, that I want that to be my new thing with trips. I leave. I, yeah, I dig night, that. I leave the night before. Or like the the midday before, because you do like a little something wherever you're staying, and then you just get home early, and uh, you just feel like you're gaining all sorts of time. I I fully approve this, especially because I don't know if you're a fan of this or if you're a proponent of this, but I've been mastering recently the Irish goodbye. Ooh, all about it. Yes, yeah. I just I fade out. I just drift off, <laughs> and I'm gone. Uh, I've had a few different family functions recently and I like both times I have just evaporated into nothingness, got into my car and just drove away. And like at one point my mom texted me like a few hours later after I'd left and she was like, Hey, did you leave? You've been gone for like a long time. I was like, yeah, I got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I left. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gone. And I don't know. You just, uh, it, it's great. You don't owe anyone all these hugs and all oh, the, yeah. like this pomp and circumstance of, oh, you're leaving? What? You can't stay? Uh, uh. Yo, I'm out. Uh, just deuces. Like, I don't even give them that. I 
I just make my rounds and I just look to see if anyone would miss me if I were gone. And when I establish that they wouldn't, I'm fucking out of there. I'm, I'm in my car and I'm already driving away. And I felt guilty about it initially, but after the, I got the first couple under my belt, uh, I'm j- it's my new thing. Uh, the Irish goodbye. I'm all about it. So I'm fully on board with you doing the same thing in your vacations where you're sort of just like peacing out before your checkout time. Yeah. That's, that's a baller ass move. Yeah. And like, it was a weird thing where like, uh, we, yeah, so we did the thing, we did my plan and we were just kind of like leaving and we were driving away and we were headed for like the little kiosk where you're like supposed to check out. And I was like, should I like stop? Like we're leaving early. Should I like stop and say anything? And my girlfriend was like, maybe you should. And I was like, nah. <laughs> forget it they'll they'll figure it out and i mean what what's there to say i know i know that that's what i thought i was like there's nothing to say but yeah um yeah no i i used to really like thankfully uh my girlfriend has a very well thankfully for the kind of person i am i guess but she she doesn't have a very big family uh mm. i have a small family too so we don't really have any like family uh, functions or things to go to which is is good but um my yo, you're lucky fucking stars on that one i know but my my ex had a huge family i, I think i've told you in the past and it was like the brady bunch yeah it was like literally comical like the the full crew assembled was <laughs> like at least like 30 people um mm. But like we there was shit to go to all the time. And like at everyone, I'm like, we just we could just walk away and no one yeah. I promise you no one would notice. And she was always like, No, we gotta do the thing. And it's the whole fucking thing of like it takes an hour to say goodbye. Oh yeah, just but, to say goodbye. But then by the time you get to the last person of that round, you like run into the first person again, and then it's like mm. re say goodbye because it's been yeah. so long and it's just it's an endless cycle that uh it's it's not good it's not good yeah that's typically what uh my family functions are like and me being the introvert black sheep that i am i didn't go to a lot of these for like a large stretch of my teen years so there's cousins like i that i don't know Mm -hmm. that are like they know my siblings but they don't know me and it's just very awkward but I'm not going to go up to them and hug them and be like, hey, I'm, I'm leaving. Like, they don't give a fuck, so I'm just – I'm peacing out. That's my whole thing now. But uh, all that being said, we're bringing a new segment to Wasteland High, and that's called Show and Tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I stole it from a different different podcast. I'm not I'm – you know, I didn't come up with this on my own. But we're going to talk about shows that we've been watching and uh, tell – the other person about it right before we get into the actual meat of the episode. So this being our first show and tell, uh, we're going to kick this off with you, Nathan. You know, what have you been show or what, what show have you been watching? What movies? What are you getting into recently? Aside from our, you know, Degrassi commentary. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, you told, you told me about this uh, new show and tell idea which i'm fully on board for i i'm just worried though because i don't want as you know i famously uh don't watch anything bullshit you watch quite a few things and sometimes it's movies sometimes it's television series but 
I mean, that being said, you're going to have to get, get on the ball here. You're going to have to get in line, you know? I know. Um, well, th- thankfully, I have been watching something. It's mm, not going to be tell. It's not going to be new to you because you've already seen it. Um, sure, sure, sure. But it is the uh, HBO series Hacks. Mm. Um, I, t- I told you briefly about it uh, or that I was watching it. Um, right, right. Like a week ago or something. But yeah, it's um, I mean, I guess for anyone who doesn't know it's a i think some episodes are a bit longer but it's pretty much a half hour uh comedy series on hbo um about this older kind of like og female like um comic Com- basically yeah comedian uh, yeah. um played by gene smart played by gene, smart. gene smart uh and yeah she's kind of just i mean as the title would suggest kind of this she's very successful in the beginning of the show. Like she has this kind of long run running uh, residency at a Las Vegas casino, but she like does the same shit every night. Like she's just on autopilot. Yeah. Um, just kind of like hacky jokes, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, like she's only half of the lead cast. Um, there, the other lead is this uh, young kind of, up and coming comedy writer, like very modern comedy writer from LA. And, but she just kind of like got canceled and um, she's kind of down and out and they both share the same agent and he, their agent pairs them up together. um, And yeah, kind of this unlike, it's this kind of unlikely duo uh, and all kinds of shit ensues over both seasons. But um yeah. Oh wait, both seasons. So you're on a season two now? Yeah, we we finished season two. What? Just that's what I'm talking about. Just last night, I think, or the night before. But um, damn. Yeah, it's it's great. We both really love it. Um, so you were right because you suggested this to me. Uh, you know, that's all I ever want to hear is that I was right about suggesting TV shows. And I think I'm I'm batting a fucking thousand right now. I suggested Barry. I suggested Dark. And now I suggested Hacks. And all three of these, you're like, fuck, these are great. And I'm right, as always. And what are you going to do? But uh, I'm, I'm really hyped that uh, you guys enjoyed it. And there's just a couple things I wanted to point out. You were talking about The Agent. Um, played by Paul W. Downs. Uh, he actually yeah. is one of the creators of oh. the show. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he, he's really great. Um, yeah, but yeah, he plays you, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, but you had teased this to me when I updated you, because when I updated you the first time, we were basically about done with season mm. one. And you asked me how I felt about this character, Jimmy. He, he has this assistant. Yes, um, played by Meg Stalter. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, she's cool. Like, she's funny when she's around. And and you were kind of foreshadowing that she would play a much bigger role. And yeah, season two, she's just all over the place. And she's just outrageous. Um, yeah, she, she's great. I, I laughed very hard at everything she was up to. I Yeah, I wasn't familiar with her before. I don't really know what else she's uh, been in or done. But... Um, I mean, I mostly found her on Twitter, like, right before Hacks, like, really popped. And she's just, like, a good Twitter follow. She does these weird 
uh, videos where she's just talking straight to the camera, does like little characters and bits, but that's mainly where I know her from is like her Twitter and hacks. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I think, I think the show's great. Um, I will say, I feel like, uh, it's probably, um, and you're gonna, you're gonna love this comparison, but mm. I feel like, uh, the dynamic that, uh, the two the two of them have deborah and um fuck i'm blanking on her name suddenly ava ava yeah yeah deborah and ava like their uh dynamic i feel like is the closest i've seen to uh to my beloved uh don draper and peggy olsen dynamic from mad men really yeah it's the closest huh. it's the closest I've seen basically um, to creatives both at opposite ends of their careers mm. basically like they have this very kind of it's this kind of like weird stunted relationship where it's like starts professionally but kind of morphs into this very personal thing and they can never figure out how to like fully reconcile their kind of like feelings for each other not not feelings in a romantic way sure sure but uh just they have this very kind of um entangled relationship yeah where it's exactly it's yeah. professional it's personal yeah it's all and, things and they both i mean they they both need each other the way like uh you know batman and the joker need each other but in like a right, different way right. you know, like they they realize that at a certain point, both characters realize, you know, that they really do need each other. And yeah. Now, famously, uh, I've only watched the last 10 minutes of the <laughs> uh, yeah. series. So I can't speak to the relationship that uh, Don and Peggy had because by the time I watched, I mean, Don was, I mean, I'm not going to spoil the last 10 minutes of Mad Men, but yeah, he and Peggy, they weren't like chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Don was sitting crisscross applesauce, you know, somewhere. But uh, yeah, so yeah. that's interesting that it's, you make that parallel. I mean, I mean I'm yeah. not going to see if anyone else is saying that type of thing. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, I will say that uh, Mad Men is not just, I, I mean, Hacks is very much, you know, I'd say like, 90% about the two yeah, Ava and Deborah screen yeah. together. I would not say that Mad Men is the same in that it is like solely about Don and Peggy. Right. Uh, there's like nine it's it's very much an ensemble in Mad Men. There's like nine main characters. Um and Don is the lead and Peggy is probably like I would say second build. So they're they still are the two kind of primary figures in a lot of ways, but it's it's not just about their relationship, whereas Hacks is very much just about the, that relationship. But that that was one of the comparisons that I thought of pretty early on. Uh, this will come up like years from now in Degrassi, but there is a very like it's it's a very infamous scene from Mad Men that will that's mirrored in Degrassi, sort of, which is very interesting. It's like the one thing, it's one of the few things I know of Mad Men 
is something happened in this show that also happened in Degrassi. And I have to imagine, yeah, yeah, I know. I have to imagine one of the writers saw that episode of Mad Men and they're like, oh, it'd be funny if we made one of our characters do this. And they, they made them do it. And that's the only thing I know because I saw the clip on Twitter of Mad Men. I was like, oh shit, that's the thing so-and-so did in Degrassi. And of course the Mad Men thing came first, but yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to us finally getting to that season so you can finally see it and be like, are you shitting me? Because it's a very infamous Mad Men thing. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to allude to it. It it just sparked in my head. I forgot all about that until right this moment. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that could be a fun thing where you like, you write down your predictions of what the scene could be. I, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of like, what would be considered the most one of the most famous like, i'm not saying like famous i'm mm-hmm. saying infamous like that doesn't necessarily mean that it's good it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like jaw dropping or anything it's just infamous is, so from mad men is it something that someone does or something someone says i assume it's something someone does it's something someone does they like this character does something and I know it's so f- I, the people at home who haven't seen Mad Men and don't know that uh, Degrassi took it from Mad Men. They're not going to really get it until we get to that episode. But I can't wait until we do because it's so it's so random. It's yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, but I it, out there. Yeah. Well, I wonder if I mean, I have to imagine that if you had not said this and we got to this. I assume I would have, if it's like obvious enough, I, I would have just naturally said like, oh shit, something very similar happens. You would. You would. Wow. You definitely would. Because this is something that's been brought up on Twitter like a number <laughs> of times. Yeah. People, wow. like people post it and they're like, oh my God, this moment in Mad Men. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. But. Um, well, yeah, it would have to be a Degrassi season that's post 2007. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, definitely is. But uh, that is your show and tell. You brought hacks to the group, and I appreciate that. I, I'm glad that you are enjoying the series, and you've 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 caught up. That's that's great shit. Um, mm-hmm. There's a little show that I have recently been watching, okay. although uh, I don't know if you've heard about. I'm, I'm sure you've heard about it. Everyone's talking about it. Okay. It's on FX. It's on Hulu. Stars Jeremy Allen White. And it's called The Bear. Mm, Yeah, I thought that's... When you said FX, I was like, what's a new FX show that I've heard a lot about? And I thought The Bear. And then you said that guy's name, and I was like, I don't think I know him by name. but Well, I watched him for years on Shameless, and... Like I had been hearing, ah, yeah, I know. I I tr- I begged you to watch Shameless years ago, and you're like, nah. <laughs> so hopefully, I've like after years of friendship and the last three shows that I've uh, suggested to you that you've actually enjoyed, I've built up a little um, equity, uh, and you'll yeah. check it out someday. Maybe, maybe not. But either way, uh, yeah. I started watching Bear. I'm only four episodes in. It's a little half hour dramedy. Uh, I say dramedy like 
and you take that with a huge grain of salt because there's more drama than there is comedy. There's like mm-hmm. 3% comedy, like mostly drama and anxiety inducing situations. And uh, it's real, it's, it's, I hate to say that it's fun, but it is. It's, it's fun in the best ways where you're wondering, you're, you're just dropped into the lives of these people that they essentially they run the sandwich shop on the south side of Chicago and it's like family run people are angry with each other it's like these tight confined spaces yeah. in the kitchen it's all dirty and grimy and everyone's just like high anxiety like the pressure is up it's it's just a really it's a good slice of life show to like get lost in to forget your troubles and to forget like whatever that fuck you're worried about and to watch someone try to perfect uh mashed potatoes for an episode that was like a subplot for one of the characters and this guy uh the character carmy played by uh, jeremy allen white he's like this he was on the trajectory to be like the top chef in california he was working at that place in napa that our governor got photographed at not wearing a mask after he had like said everyone needs to wear a mask in California, French laundry or whatever. He was, yeah. So he was a chef up in Napa and actually his, like the head chef in that restaurant is played by uh, Joel McHale, Jeff Winger himself. Like he has like a little bit part, but it's, it's a great show. It's more of an ensemble. Lionel Boyce, from fucking loiter loiter squad is one of the cooks in the kitchen he's a great part of the show uh it's it's just a fantastic show i'm really enjoying it it's only got i think seven episodes uh seven half hour episodes in uh season one i think it's already been renewed for season two so yeah i'm i'm really enjoying it supposed to watch it with a girlfriend but she was dragging her feet so i called an audible i was like i'm watching this one solo i'll rewatch it with you whenever you're ready but i gotta dig into it and it's been out for months and this yeah. was something like on my to-do list so I finally yeah yeah that's cool to hear because yeah i mean i had been considering it since it came out mainly because right after it came out i it wasn't really on my radar at all but um a friend of mine watched it like right when it came out and he was like gushing about it. But Mm. even though I feel like him and I have similar tastes, he was gushing about it. But when he told me what it was about, I couldn't take it him, his recommendation seriously anymore because he basically had worked. Uh, He works in that. Yeah. yeah, He works in that industry. He had worked for years in the restaurant industry. I was like, well, you're biased. I, I can't trust you. Of course, you want to see a high right, right, right. About, uh, but if anything, I would. Uh, okay, so you know that NBC um, workplace sitcom called like Superstore or something that's said. Uh, I think so. Yeah. In a retail environment, mm. I have been told so often how much <laughs> I would enjoy that show, but because you and I both worked retail for far too many years, yeah, I won't watch it because I feel like it'll give me PTSD. So the fact that someone who has worked in the restaurant like field and worked as a server or whatever is saying that the bear is good, I would actually be like, oh, well, fuck, then I guess I should try it out because 
they're willing to like go through all the painstaking anxiety and like flashbacks of that world and just they're they're enjoying this the series like i will i still won't watch superstore and my girlfriend is begging me eventually one day i'll i'll bite the bullet and i'll do it but yeah that's one thing where i'm just like i know it's probably good but i'm going to just be cringing the entire time while i'm watching it so yeah, i don't know yeah. I think you should check it out yeah i mean uh we're definitely at a place where we're we just finished hacks mm. kind of want it, it's it's really hard for me to uh, get her on board with like these big, sprawling yeah. prestige dramas. So stuff like Hacks that was like we just breezed through that and not a super long. It's not a huge commitment. So something like The Bear that's only seven half hour episodes is. Uh, right. I think, I think maybe we might start tearing through like a bunch of smaller series like that if we can. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, highly recommended for me, at least for the first four episodes that I watched the other night. Good shit. But uh, you know, all that being said, it's finally time to like talk about what we came here for. Okay. Degrassi, baby, getting that commentary. We got two episodes coming at you today. I believe it's True Colors and Can't Hardly Wait. Mm. Episodes three and four of season six. My brother in Christ, season six is here. Mm -hmm. Do not fear. Let's get used to it. Are you ready to dive in? I'm ready. All right. Without any further ado, do counting down in three, two, one. We're playing. All right. Mm. It's good to be back. Ooh, this looks very uh, collegiate. Or is say like a It's a courthouse, I think. Okay. I thought this was like a college. No, we got some college kids running around now. Mm. We got Peter coming out. He's talking to a judge or a lawyer. I can never tell what they are because they all wear robes up there. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Have I mentioned I hate hot sauce now? No, you haven't. She's just constantly getting him off. Oh. Of, of all his free. crimes. Yeah, of his crimes. Yeah, of his crimes, okay. Yeah, no. Hot sauce. I mean, hot sauce and uh, hot daddy, who we'll call Peter's father. They're, they're both doing everything they can to keep Peter out of trouble. It's like I, I said, he is Degrassi's Brock Turner, and I meant every word of it. Mm -hmm. Now more so than ever. So it looks like Peter's got community service and nothing more than a slap on a wrist. Respect nothing less. Skip that intro, Girl, baby. Opening sucks. Yeah. It's like this for like two seasons, I think. the fuck he had to film a apology video to the school yeah which is more than he had to do when he distributed child pornography yeah what the hell and this that this has way more to do with the school this exactly has nothing to do with the school nothing at all this happened off school property oh my god 
This bullshit. Season six is all over the place. We've already established that. They don't know what they're doing. Snake isn't buying it, though, which I appreciate. Ah, Snake, no. Hmm. Should have stuck to his guns. Uh, He doesn't want to make his uh, stepdaughter angry. She may, like, never eat again. How are you feeling about these Manny Bangs? I know I already asked you, but now they're growing on me. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's good. I mean, Manny's never had any bad sense of uh, fashion or style choices. Oh. Ever. I wish you could say that with a straight face. Yes. Okay. Shnetton, let me go to the dance. Man. I, I, I'm on board the I hate hot sauce train. She is doing nothing for me. She's standing in fucking corridors scowling and shit. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't... Her character doesn't do anything other than bail out her shitty son. Yeah. Alright, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, they're planning a school dance, but... <sighs> yeah, it's another dance. <clears throat> and Emma has an idea. She says a masquerade ball because of reasons. So that way Peter can come to the dance. But now we've got Jay in the halls of Degrassi. What? Talking to Sid. Wait, are they still all mad at him just for the the Rick thing? Uh, Emma's probably mad at him for the gonorrhea thing, but... Mm. When does Emma get shot and killed? <sighs> Not like soon enough. Three episodes? Four episodes? <laughs> yeah, keep... Keep holding your breath for that one. Uh, we're back in the Degrassi College years for this B-plot. We and got it ain't great. Oleander Jr. That's what I'm calling this guy. Oleander Jr. Oof. Hey, everyone's legal here. There's still power dynamics at play, but no one's breaking any laws. Okay, fair enough. I respect the fact that, like, three seasons later, they're still committing to the fact that Jay loves a backwards cap. Like, that's his main character trait. I mean, it's dope. Look at it. Yeah, it's sideways. So Sean's in jail. Sean's or Jay's begging someone to come to Sean's hearing. And yeah. What were you gonna say? Was I gonna say something? Did it look like I was gonna say something? Yeah, it looked like you were gonna say something, Nathaniel. I was gonna say Emma needs like a anvil from like old mm. cartoons to just drop on her head. Or a piano. So Jace filling in Emma on the fact that uh, Sean got beat up in jail. Someone jumped him in the chow line. This feels very early the OC. 
Like, you remember yeah. uh, Ryan, he goes back to jail for a little bit, and he gets beat up in jail, and that's when Kirsten's just like, you're coming home with us. Right. I mean, Sean is the uh, obvious Ryan counterpart. Indeed. It's so weird to have Sean come back for like one episode, then it's like he's in jail. Why is that weird? He's a delinquent. He's trouble. I don't know. Just because he was gone for so long? Mm. Yeah, a season and a half. And they bring him back and immediately straight to jail. It's like that Fred Armisen gift. <laughs> I was yeah, just thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. Sean back, straight, straight to jail. To jail. <laughs> yeah. Man, we just talked all over that college story B plot, and I feel like that's probably the safest way to go. Yeah, we should definitely most- rewind it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm fully on board with just ignoring all that shit. That passenger window is just... Both windows are down. Yeah, in rainy Canada. He's getting his leather interior. Fucked! We talked over a little bit where uh, Emma dropped into the car, started making out with Peter, and Peter was like, What the fuck? Why do you smell like that? And Emma says, uh, It's honey vanilla shampoo. My favorite. He's like, I fucking hate it. That'll come back later. It's not good enough for him. Ooh. I bet the windows are rolled down so they can film through the windows. Ah, a little filmmaking trick, huh? How would you get around that, like, IRL? Like, if Mm. you were doing this. Well, I mean, cameras now are a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. sure back in the early aughts they had massive film cameras. Yeah, there's a guy like on a rig, and he's got tracks, and they're pushing in. Um, but if you had like a long enough lens, you could get mm. close up from just being completely on the outside of the window, I guess. I know this actor from somewhere. I just don't know where. I'm gonna look him up. This guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he looks like every generic uh, white dude from the early aughts, but he's somebody. Like, I know I saw him on another show somewhere. I mean, he, just look, even in this own show. I mean, if you squint, yeah. he looks like Oleander. <laughs> Especially because he's preying on a younger woman. Yeah. Power over. Oh, he went in for the kiss. Damn, rejected. Don't take no for an answer. By a freshman. And again, here's the thing. Like, that dude's supposed to be a senior, I think. Oof. Why are you going after 18-year-olds? Like, just, I'm curious. Hey, Manny's still living with Emma. Love to see it. I can't believe she puts up with it. (laughs) It's been an entire year, and her parents still haven't welcomed her back. It's wild. All because she wanted to be an actress. 
and get a boob job, but still. So, I guess Emma's looking for clothes to wear to jail to go visit Sean. Jail clothes. She doesn't want to reveal too much skin because someone will, like, pin her down and do unthinkable things. Definitely, because the convicts just walk around. Hey, there's Sean. That boy fucked up. They got him good. Damn, tripped in jail. Such bad luck. I slipped on some mashed potatoes. Ah, there it is. So I mentioned earlier that Peter hates the way Emma's hair smells, and Sean jizzed in his pants. And he's like, <laughs> oh, vanilla! <laughs> so that's something to uh, note. Damn. Yeah. He's so sensitive, but he's the one in jail. Mm. It ain't right. So Sean's public defender didn't show up, I guess. And they're taking him back to the pokey. Why can't they fly in Sandy Cohen? Right? Oh, my God. (laughs) Sean, don't say a word. I'm your public defender. (laughs) They're putting Sean in solitary for 36 hours. They're about to ship him off to Alcatraz. This prison guard, like, whoever this guy is, he's (laughs) fucking up Sean's arm, but he also let them have, like, a pretty good conversation. So, I don't know. I can't find this fucking actor. How hard can it be? Do you know his name? Yeah, I went to IMDb. I'm looking up the cast list. Oh, you know what? I was on the wrong episode. That's my fault. Uh, Now Emma is talking to Snake and suggesting that maybe they rent out the... Uh, a part or the basement as an apartment to pay Sean's legal bills. This is, I swear, they they they're just taking shit from the OC right now. This is like some Ryan Seth bullshit. Emma's basically Marissa Cooper this season. Right now, the Degra- or, uh, Degrassi is basically like the OC if they went to school. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. Because as we all know, those kids, I mean, they went to like a high and mighty private school, but they never fucking went to class. Mm-mm. We're back in the newsroom of this hustling, bustling uh, newspaper. Yeah, I was about to say, is there this much news? On a college campus in Toronto? I doubt it. Especially before Drake, like, was a thing? Absolutely not. They had no news in Canada. Yeah. Like, what stories are breaking at this fucking college? Ooh. Little masquerade mask in Emma's locker. Peter surprised her. How sweet. 
but how did he get it in there? Ugh, I hate the way he says mache. He says mache. He says most words because he's a fucking sociopath. True. I'm gonna have to like use some other goddamn search thing because I can't find this fucker in IMDb. I think he was so embarrassed for ever starring in Degrassi that he wiped it from the internet. Mm, probably. <clears throat> Is that fucking ma- Is that yeah. mashed potatoes? <laughs> what the yeah, it's mashed potatoes. <laughs> Ellie said it's- stress cooks. That's like the big. That's like bigger than the uh... the bowl itself. It's it's ridiculous. They're swinging for the fucking fences with these. You know what? No, they're not swinging for the fences. That's a problem. They're doing like ground balls on these Degrassi college years stories. It's Ellie gets kicked out of the dorms, and now. Ellie's got a crush on her uh, newspaper editor, maybe, or the newspaper editor has a crush on Ellie. There's nothing here. Like, why are we hanging on to these stories? <laughs> uh, I agree. I'm going to be bold and say I agree. I don't care for it. And the problem is, I know where all of this is going, like all these different characters, where they end up during the college years, and they really should have, like, save for one storyline, maybe two, they really shouldn't have even bothered, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean... Some rough stuff. We I feel like we kind of talked about it um, in this, like... So I guess, I don't know what just happened. Uh, Ellie turned down the story or she took the story. Something's going on. Hmm. She was wearing a lace shirt. That's that's the only thing of note. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, though, uh, I feel like... You live over there? Can you hear me? Nathaniel, you're What's far too quiet. Oh, you're muted. I can't hear you. I'm muted? Yeah, you're muted. I can't hear a word you're saying. You can't. Shit. Should we pause? The... Wait, I didn't mute you. You're muted. I mean, I'm not technically muted. Can't. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I don't know if we should like pause the recording. Wait, I'm going to pause the episode. All pause right. the episode. Because I can't hear you. I mean, I... I don't know what to say if you can't hear me. Um, Dude, I can't hear you at all. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm not muted. Um, say something. Testing. Wait, can you hear me now? I can't hear you. Can you I hear can me? Nope. Still can't. Still can't hear you. Testing, testing. What did you do? I didn't do shit. Um, testing, testing. Can you hear me? 
and I'm going to unmute you, see if that works. Can you hear me? Can't hear you. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to end the call, and I'm going to shoot you another call. Okay? All right. Ah, this is so fucking stupid. I hate it. All right, give me one second. I'll be right back. All right, guys, sorry for the technical difficulties. Nathaniel, for whatever reason, got muted, and we can't figure out how to unmute. So, can you not hear me in this call? I mean, hey, it's just a peek behind the curtain of Wasteland High. All right, so I can hear myself, which is great, uh, but I can't hear Nathaniel. Sure? That's that's <laughs> the problem that we're having. If you're leaving so, this all in, they should be hearing me right now. Which is hilarious. I don't know why I can hear you. Yeah, I don't know how to say one more time in Spanish, but I grew up in California, so you would think that I would know how to speak Spanish. Uh, Spanish. And my pronunciation is for shit. Oh, God. Folks, right now I can hear Dom and he can't hear me. I don't know why. I wouldn't blame you if you weren't. Oh, my God. (laughs) Link. Sent. That's typically when I text Nathaniel after I send him the link. I would cut this again. Out. Another peek behind the curtain. I but, say link sent. That means that I have sent the link. You know what, folks? I'm not in charge of this. We're both talking over each other right now. All right. All right. Daniel is joining now. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What the fuck? Okay. What happened? I don't know. I literally don't know. But. For whatever reason, I can hear you. I could hear you that whole time through. Good. Uh, we're recording this on Anchor. Uh, so. Oh, shout out Anchor. Hey, oh, Anchor. Hey. Yeah, I don't know why I could hear you through Anchor, but you couldn't hear me on either thing. Well, so that's weird. I couldn't hear you through my laptop, but you also have like your headphones going through your recorder and all that shit. I just have you going to my laptop. Yeah, well, I don't have that anymore with my new setup. Oh, okay. But it was weird because when we were doing the episode, uh, like we were watching and then there was like a big delay. Like you said something and it like really delayed. Uh, And then right after that, you stopped being able to hear me for some reason. So I don't know, but I guess we'll just cross our fingers and. Oh, God keep going oh god all right so i am at the point where manny has like walked up to emma and emma is removing her mask are you there is that where you are yeah yeah okay all right let's press play i mean the way this episode is going i would have loved it if you were like i didn't pause that would have been better Hmm. um so wait should we pause pause for a second what were we talking like what were you saying i mean i yeah, I was. I mean, it was like a like the scene before this with uh, Ellie and that guy. But yeah. I was just gonna say briefly that um, I feel like they really the writers really shot themselves in the foot because 
with that last uh, with season five ending, that was the first time in this new generation that or this next generation um, version of the show that you're having kids graduate. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. that's that's a point where it's like you got to set a precedent for what happens right. when kids graduate. It's not to say they can never come back for little bit parts or whatever, but it's like that's the the point where you really got to draw a line in the sand right? Um, and decide what Degrassi is really about. Like, is it about the kids coming through Degrassi and then moving? Because it's like, now what do you do? Like, when do you say goodbye to Ellie and Marco and uh, the college kids? Like, just randomly someday? Now there's no point. It's just whenever the actor, I guess, is like, I'm... Done. I'm done. Yeah. And then you and then you awkwardly write them off and where it's like, uh, okay, I guess uh they got a opportunity in fucking New York to go do something or what Chicago. Hmm. Some someplace far away where we can't follow them anymore. Yeah. Uh unfortunately that's going to be what happens for a lot of these college kids. Uh, mm-hmm. we're going to watch them as they we're like, I don't want to give too much away, but these college years, they weren't well thought out and we're going to see it again with like the immigrate as well, where you have them in these dorms, this college life, and you try to tell these stories, but they're not any more mature than the stories that you're telling in high school but you're away from like the majority of the high school cast. So it's just like, mm-hmm. why are we following these four characters? It, yeah. You said it perfectly where you're like, they should have drawn a line in the sand where they establish what happens to these characters after they leave. They don't necessarily need to follow all of them, but they, this is unprecedented territory for this next generation uh like writing staff or whatever. They didn't know what to do because the original Degrassi, like you were asking before, they never made it this far. Uh, the show ended like in the junior year of high school. And then we caught up with them after uh, the summer of their graduation. So yeah, it is what it is, but let's get back into it. We're still on this first episode. Press and play. Manny with a red lip. Not mad at it. I'll tell you that mm. right now. No. Oh, man. I finally found the actor who plays Jesse on IMDb. Oh, shit. I'll save it for a second. But Emma has realized that Peter knows the combination to her locker. Damn. He's stealing yeah. fucking combos from his mom's office I mean we knew that after uh, he got in Sean's locker so there was a buzzing a second ago and now I can't hear any buzzing whatsoever can I still hear you can you hear me yes I can hear you okay Okay, I'm so nervous Uh, I know but it looks like uh, 
Peter came clean. He admitted that he broke into Sean and Emma's locker. And the only thing a hot sauce is upset about is that her baby angel son, Peter Michael, has broken house arrest. Mm. Which, when you're on house arrest, that means you're wearing an ankle monitor. How do you get it off? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But hey, you know what? She's just thinking about his future. He makes one mm. little mistake, and what? He's not allowed to have the same future as everyone else? Mm. Just wouldn't be fair. No. But at least Emma did the right thing for once. I mean, I don't know what she's going to do next, but... Um, I think she's going to bake a cake with a file in it, <laughs> shove it up her butt, and then spread her cheeks and shit it out in front of Sean. And Sean will break out of prison. So, yeah. Oh, so Ellie just kissed her editor. And now they're in a secret relationship, I guess. Emma's visiting Sean. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. Poor Sean. Poor dirtbag Sean. I guess they're they're getting back together, it looks like. They're holding hands. Nice. This is like the silent uh, security guard. Yeah. Like, you can't say anything. To his watch. Well, they got to pay him if they do that. And mm, true. They're scraping the bottom of the barrel. They can't even pay Toby this season. Ooh, she got him something. She's about to spread them cheeks. There we go. Bust it. Mm. Vanilla honey shampoo. Sean's going to jerk off to that. He's going to, like, lather it all over his body. <laughs> and if you think Sean got beat up before, like, just wait until the next time you come back and he smells like vanilla honey shampoo. Like, he's going to get wrecked. God, these two are acting like they're fucking, like, soulmates destined by who says they aren't? fate itself. Uh, I don't know. We need to get into it again, but... Yeah, let's... Oh, hold on. Don't press play yet. I would like to, but literally HBO Max was like, hey, we're having trouble playing this title. So give me one second see if it'll Mm -hmm. play now. It does this sometimes. Alright, pausing. Are you ready to get into this next episode? Yeah. Any, Any final thoughts for the last one? Can't hardly wait. Oh, was um, I forget. No, no. I don't okay. Think. All right. Let's get into it. Press and play. One can't right. hardly wait. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, bitch. Hey, I was about Ashley. to fucking ask where Ashley was. On Jimmy's jock. That's where she is. Buying him whistles and shit. Season six, Ashley's in the mix. God, remember when she was like tortured, alternative, and tortured? Yeah, a goth. 
goth. She's she looks like I don't know what is this. How would you classify this style? Just basic, popular, standard. Yeah, this is everything Jimmy wanted in season two mm. when she was goth and riding Craig's schlong. Oh, yeah, I forgot Jimmy's a, a painter. Also, he's paraplegic. He's a paraplegic painter. Mm, true. Yes, a tortured artiste. He should tie, like, some <laughs> some paintbrushes to the back of his wheelchair mm -hmm. and wheel around a big canvas on the ground. I love that. All right, skip that intro. Hey, spinner siding. Finally see these two together. Jeez. Yeah, they made up last season, and here we are. Jimmy and Spinner in the mix. So they're having they're having some locker room talk. Wait, did I miss something? I thought they were still together, Darcy and Spinner. No, no, they are, but Spinner was alluding like oh. they were getting hot and heavy, and Jimmy was like, seriously, and Spinner was like, no. Gotcha. You know, because Darcy's Christian. Mm -hmm. All right, it stays right here. Jimmy can't get his dick. Damn, it's a cold world. It's a cold. Yeah, that's why we need Toby bundling up, like opening a door. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. It's a cold world. All Spinner can say is, dude, I don't blame him. Uh, if you came to me, like, paralyzed, and you're just like, I can't fuck, I don't know what I'd say to you other than, oh, dude. Especially if I caused your paralysis. Man, I feel like there's, uh, I don't know exactly how it would work. Technically, but I feel like there's a spinner should like offer to be like a a surrogate dick. Yeah, like a, a stand-in, like a Cyrano type thing. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, again, I don't know how it would work, but he's got to oh. offer to help him out, help his boy out. Oh yeah, most definitely. Well, he told spinner, he told Jimmy just to relax because Jimmy's tense all the time. He's like, it's a ball of nerves. Except in his legs, like from the waist down. No nerves. Can't feel a thing. Uh, B-plot here. We got Darcy approaching Manny to be the choreographer on the Spirit Squad. Come on back. And this is a, uh, a new trend we're going to see for Darcy. She's going to get more and more orange as yeah. the season progresses. I was going to say she looks really tanned. Oh, uh, she is. They threw all the Cheeto dust at... And Darcy. I mean, Flaming Hot Cheetos, I feel like, were a big thing back in the sure. chaos. Yeah, but you're not supposed to wipe it all over your skin in an mm. even coat. Save some for later. Yeah. So Jimmy's doing some physio, some lunchtime physio. And see, I feel like this is some stuff we should have gotten in season five. 
<laughs> yeah. Like him adjusting to the chair, him trying to be intimate with Hazel, stuff like that. But no, we're getting it with uh, with Ash. Oh, Jimmy got a boner. This is the second boner we've seen on Degrassi The Next Generation. First being Spinner. I mean, they don't call him the certified lover boy for nothing. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now we got this rocky-ass song as Jimmy is wheeling through the halls of Degrassi. Oh, I I really wish we were getting this Rocky montage with him doing like penis exercise. Mm. Penis exercises. Just lifting a barbell with his dick. Yeah. Why don't you ever tell me when you get boners? Like Jimmy and Spinner, their best friend goals. All they do is talk about how hard their dicks are. <laughs> Man, I'm beginning to think that we're not as good as friends as we think we are. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I'll start shooting you some texts, I guess. <laughs> hey, bro. Six to midnight just now. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, uh, we're about to get uh, the debut of a new Degrassi character. So that's oh, something. Yeah. Finally. I know. New blood. But we're back in this B plot with uh, Spirit Squad tryouts. Damn, these girls suck. They got no equilibrium. That's a problem. They're cut out for it. Oh, the guy who plays Jesse, a.k.a. like other Mr. O, he was in a few episodes of Fargo. Oh. Yeah. And here's our new character. You know it because they said her name before she came on screen. And the hilarious montage ended. Yeah. But now we have this cringe-ass cheer. What the fuck is she singing? She came up with her own cheer. And do you recognize this actress? Um, based on this, like two seconds she's been on screen, is it the girl from Vampire Diaries? It definitely is. That's Nina Dobrev. Okay. So she gets her start here on the grassy Jones. Yeah, that's the thing from the CW is. They poach all their uh, starlets from Canada. So they will take Darcy and Mia eventually. <laughs> I don't know. That was kind of weird. Hmm. What Jimmy said, like, he's showing her this oh, yeah. realistic drawing, and she's like, wow, it's so good. And he's like, your face is literally burned into my mind. Well, he's been probably jerking off to her since he was 12 years old. 
Yeah. I know we're a long way from season one, but don't you remember they were the it couple? Yeah. Like Paige was trying to climb up on Jimmy's lap back in the day, but it was all Jimmy and Ash. So we're back at the dot, and uh, Darcy and Manny, they're having a little uh, spirit squad talk, and in walks Mia with her toddler. What? How does that work? Do you want me to draw you a picture, Nathaniel? I might need one. Mm. I mean, kids this young can't have kids. Babies raising name me, babies. Name me one other Degrassi character who had a kid. Spike. That's Emma's mom, Spike. Mm, true. I didn't want to see this. <laughs> Back to the A plot. Uh, Ash just walked down in one of Jimmy's button ups and just her underwear. And Nathaniel is not happy. I just can't get there with, with Ash. Man, again, your girlfriend is named Ash. Mm. So, like, what is it? Like, is it her face? What's the deal? I mean, it's the whole package. Mm. Well... You and Jimmy have a lot more in common because oh, shit, you can't wait. get there either. What did he just or did he just say he Yeah, he's like, you make me want to vomit and not from my dick. Get out of my house, please. Damn, he did say that. Yeah, he's just like you for real, for real. Why? Why what? Can't she wait, pause. What are you saying? I feel like this is a very easily understandable like predicament. I don't really get yeah. where the like there's no way if he was just straight up like hey my lower half doesn't function reliably all the time. It's like not my fault. I feel like there's right. no way she would be like fuck you Jimmy. She'd be like oh yeah I totally get it. Right. But that's not what's happening here. I know. That's that's just the frustrating part. You're frustrated. Ashley's frustrated. True. I'm just saying, uh, Jimmy, like, they're not communicating. Jimmy is just yeah, like, yeah. I need you to get out. I'm not hard right now. <laughs> and we'll get into it more because I got, I got some notes on this episode. Mm. Let's press play. All right. Damn, she's that into Jimmy. She's like, I could do without it. Because it's like, what that mouth do, though? True. I'm saying, that's, I said I had notes. These are my notes. It's like, Jimmy, manja. Like, Ashley should put some breadsticks down by her pelvis and just say, when you're here, you're family. You know, like, <laughs> get to work.
back on this B plot. So is the tension here that Darcy thinks this new girl is like Spawn of the Devil because she had a kid or something? Yes. Okay. Just making sure I understand. Yeah, most definitely. Because, I mean, she has a child, which means she had sex before marriage, which Mia is Satan. Does Darcy not know, know that Manny had an abortion? I don't know that she does, actually. Because I feel like, isn't that worse than having, in her eyes, isn't that worse than having a kid? One would think, like, at least Mia chose life, quote-unquote. Mm. But I don't think pro-life also means, like, pro-life. Like, a lot of... Christian fundamentalists, they don't want to deal with the fact that, like, you have a kid after you... Like, there's no system set up. They want to get rid of welfare and all this other shit and childcare and free lunch after you <coughs> do all these things to, like, bring a life into the world. So it makes sense. It tracks, actually. But we're back on our A-plot. Jimmy is uh, discussing his erectile dysfunction with his doctor and... His doctor being a cool motherfucker that he is, he's like, hey, look, baby boy, you ain't said nothing but a word. I'm going to get you this little blue pill. Robot dick. Six, six to midnight. You won't be able to stop. Give me a fuck machine. But Jimmy, he wants to be a certified lover boy. See, Jimmy's diverging. I know you, you got to have that conversation we had uh, like an episode or two ago. You got to explain to Jimmy that. Yes, that virginity is, is it's, all, it's all a state of mind. It's, yeah, it's in your head, King. But also. Again, what is a virginity? If he just like. Puts a little bib on his collar and throws ash on her back and like just starts chowing down on that mound he's not a virgin anymore you know what i'm saying true that's all i'm saying <clears throat> he doesn't need that fucking like therapist he just needs to talk to us to listen to this podcast seconds. yeah that's all i'm saying yeah Yo, uh, Jimmy, maybe just subscribe, rate, review, uh, Wasteland High. Mm. I mean, he's getting that stage fright. I get it. Sure. You've been there. I know you have, but that's not something I've ever experienced. So all I'm saying is, sure. like, uh, this is some, uh, I hate this. Ash, she's rubbing up on him, trying to like. He turns the TV on. Yeah, he turns the TV on. You should go. Like she already knows at this point. Like, what are you hiding? No, exactly. All like, he has to give it all, time. All he has to say is like, I, "I'm sorry, I don't think it's gonna happen right now." Yeah, but again, hold on, pause. Again, 
it's not going to happen right now while they're fully clothed and sitting on the couch and she's like just rubbing his shoulders maybe do other things that lead up to that act this is like this is where the tvpg rating kind of falls short of the real life story the degrassi writers are trying to tell you know what i mean like yeah. There's so many things that you can do that lead up to it that yeah. will get you there. I mean, even if you're not paralyzed from the waist down, if someone is like, I don't know, kissing your neck for three seconds sure, and you're not fully aroused, it's like that's not the end of the world. It's like yeah. barely like, the start of anything. Time. Give it some time. Yeah, like he, he gave up before anything even happened. Most definitely. That's my problem with the storyline. But mm. let's get back into it. B-plots chugging along. <sighs> well, would you rather we be in the college years? Ooh, At least no. get True, any. true. Uh, Darcy posted the, the final lineup. And Mia is not on it. Even though she knows how to Wait. do splits. Why what? the fuck why the fuck is Manny not in charge? Because Darcy is head cheerleader. Uh, Manny why? got kicked off. How? Manny got kicked off. Season five, after she yeah, like Oh yeah. Uh Peter released her nudes, Paige kicked her off the spirit squad, and Manny was like, fuck it then. And then Darcy became head cheerleader. Wow, JT exists. Uh yeah, he back. Oh, don't worry. We're gonna see. We're gonna see a lot of JT, but uh, this is kicking off a school rivalry. So there's a little infighting with the Degrassi uh, cheerleaders or Spirit Squad people. Wait, this new girl's name is Isabella, right? No, it's Mia. Her daughter's Mia. name. Is oh, Isabella. her daughter's name is Isabella. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I mean. Obviously, she's talented, but like, she walked up and was like, "You know, I deserve this. Mm. I don't think you deserve shit." Ooh. Like, why? Why does she deserve it? Because she can do a flip and the splits. I just mean she's qualified. Just because you're qualified doesn't mean you deserve something. Ah, you're talking over like a lot of this B plot stuff that's setting up stuff for the future. Uh, there's some little piece of shit guy who was talking smack. Yeah, he was talking smack and got smacked. And now there's a big old fight and Manny just tackled a girl. Damn. Like I said, this sets up a school rivalry. And JT just fucking clocked someone with uh, the mascot head. So, yeah, this uh, the school with the red colors, they are... Uh, Lakehurst, and you're now entering the season arc. Look, Millhouse has fucking tape on his glasses now. Why were achieved they, his final form? Why were they scared of that little fucking wimp? It's JT and Toby. It's true. Yeah, I don't know that I need to give you any more explanation. They suck. I mean, we like JT, but he is just, he's a wiry little dork. 
Oh, yeah, Jimmy. Sorry, yeah, I, come on. I just like this is this is fucking wild. That's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, are you shitting me right now? Like, she, Ashley, throw that ass in a circle. Like, she's I'll, not, I'll eat it up all night. She's not, like, putting him down at all. Like, she's not skeptical. No. She's not. She's like, we can work Unhelpful. Like, yeah, she's, like, 100% on board to, like, deal. She even she's said. She's 10 toes to the ground. She even said it never has to happen. Yeah. There's is, other things we can do. Yeah. But I guess I get it when you're that age. The yeah, the whole virginity thing. It is a big deal. It's like it's yeah. It's the patriarchy, you know. Mm -hmm. All you care about is how how powerful your penis is and how much you can like throw ropes from your cock. (laughs) Excuse my scientific terminology, but. That's what I mean. It's like this is a very immature like way of thinking. And here here we are, like almost twice the age of Jimmy is now. And we know that there's so much more to sex than just penis and vagina. But Jimmy doesn't. How you feeling about this? I mean, he's definitely acting uh, totally unreasonably, like, on paper. But, uh, I mean, I get it. He's still a young boy. He's feeling completely demasculated or emasculated by uh, yeah. by all these different things he just listed off. So, I mean, if I was there in his position, I'd probably totally be feeling... I definitely agree. I, and it's something I mentioned before. It feels like this is just coming too late. This would have made more sense in yeah. season five. You know? Yeah, this makes it seem like the accident just happened and this is the aftermath, but it's like. The accident was like a, over a year ago. Yeah, and it's just sort of like. Ashley just randomly leaves for like a season and a half or two seasons right. or whatever. And then Jimmy just kind of falls off the face of the earth, but then he's a painter. Okay. Goodbye, Jimmy. And then he's like kind of into Ellie for three random episodes. And then <laughs> Ashley comes back and it's just like, it feels like there was just this time warp. Yeah. Uh, in between it all. It's, it's super weird. Um, but, Mm, mm, mm. uh, definitely, yeah, definitely frustrating. Um, but yeah, I don't know the Canadian patriarchy. It's even worse than our patriarchy. Plenty of people are saying that, uh, you said it, I said it, Justin Trudeau. He didn't say it, but that's only because he's up for re-election. I assume. I don't know how uh, Canadian government works. I'm not even going to pretend. Mm. But, I mean, that being said, uh, thoughts on the B-plot and our new character in Mia Jones, Teen Mom? Um, 
I mean, I don't know. I was going to say good thing they invented a new character to be a teen mom. But mm. I guess, I don't know, does... If you give up your kid for adoption, I guess you're not... Like, no, you're not a mom. You're not I mean, a teen mom. You gave birth, but I feel like yeah. being a mom is the action of like yeah. caring for the child. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, she did make a fucking 200-pound uh, wooden chest full of uh, doodads. Oh, Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did do that. Yeah, um, that. so that took some effort. Mm. Um, but yeah, Mia, uh, I don't know. She she was very much a prop in these in this episode mm. for Darcy and um, Manny. So like, I don't really know what to make of her as a character. Um, OK, definitely and, fair. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, we've seen Degrassi do this many times where certain characters are like mostly props for other characters to do shit. Uh, yeah. So hopefully with Mia, she gets her own stuff to do at some point. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I did say that, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I, I wanted to say, or I wanted to see uh, new characters. And here they are. And here's one. Yeah. Well, Yo. Oh, man. That being said, we got a two-parter coming for you next week, folks. Eyes Without a Face, parts one and two. And also, in this two-parter, we have another new character being introduced in the mix. And here's the thing. It's not necessarily a character that we will see immediately. It may be a character that we will see down the line later on. But... okay. Yeah, it is what it is. They will be debuting in the next two-parter. So, Eyes Without a Face, part one. Peter, hoping to join the Spirit Squad, links Darcy's personal webpage to his. Mm. For everyone at home, Nathaniel's just shaking his head incredulously. Uh, thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know. You can't... I feel like Peter, uh, he tried to do some stuff IRL, and that mm. didn't work out, so he's back to the internet now. It's it's like you said, he's he's that fucking dude with the Hunter whatever. Oh, um, Hunter Moore. Yeah, Hunter yeah, Moore, yeah. yeah. This yeah. Is, I saw there was a – I haven't watched it, but I saw there oh, was yeah. a Netflix documentary about him. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, my girlfriend watched it, and she was like – I can't believe this. And she was like quoting shit from it and telling me about it. And I was like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> I remember that too. Like I was, I was in the world when this God. happened online and it was not great. So yeah, there's a lot of shit about him right now. Yeah. Hunter Moore, the most hated man on the internet. That's the documentary I think uh, on Netflix, but eyes without a face part two. Darcy's online admirers take up more and more of her time and her relationship with Spinner suffers. So yeah, hmm. uh, at season six, episodes five and six, Eyes Without a Face, parts one and two, we will be back again to, you know, commentate, uh, pontificate, hmm. do all the, a uh, Kate, 
things uh, that we yeah. do with these episodes. But, you know, until next time, maybe uh, like, and, like and subscribe, rate and review, do all those things that you would normally do with podcasts that you would uh, that you love, you know, share, share with a friend, family, enemies, well-wishers. It is what it is. But uh, this has been Wasteland High, and we thank you for listening. Until next time, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>